0: Music Discovery starts with Music Daily. Hey there, all my beautiful lovelies. It's your boy, Adam Russell, and today on Music Daily's featured artist, I'll be taking a look at a gem in indie rock. A gem that has received lots of polish, unbeknownst to many of us here in the mainstream. But with 4.2 million monthly listeners and an absolutely banger debut album, then I'd say it's about time we took a look at the Backseat Lovers. Say my name, say- First off, I gotta give props to the name. It's right up my alley and really caught my attention. Secondly, let's get down to some of the most basic of basics. The Backseat Lovers is a four-piece band that is made up of lead singer Joshua Harmon, lead guitarist Jonas Swanson, bassist K.J. Ward, and drummer Juice Welch. As for how they got together, it's a nice story. Josh and Juice met one another and decided to start a band after Josh heard Juice play the drums. Practically immediately, and that's an important detail, they started to work on some of Josh's old songs. After that, what was a duo at the time, the Backseat Lovers, went to an open mic where they met Jonas Swanson. They didn't meet on stage or in the back, They didn't even meet at the bar after the show. They met in line, waiting to sign up for the event. And the trio were rejected, so they just sat outside on a bench. No movie-style get-together, just a really genuine and underdog beginning. While on that bench, they played songs for one another, and when they ran out of stuff to play, they just said, Hey, do you want to join us sometime, Jonas? Obviously, that was a yes. And when they met up to play, Swanson brought their fourth piece, KJ Ward. Now with the band formed, it was time to make some music. Walk
1: through the night that didn't take us anywhere. I had a funny
0: imperfect audio quality mixed with the rest of the instrumentals it sounds like a group of friends just jamming out and having a good time there's a lot of emotion behind their music then and it all came from what seemed like an instant bond i guess it's true what they say overnight success comes after years of hard work
1: Showed that it was one out of a kiss my
0: So where to now? Well in 2019 they made their first album, When We Were Friends, and to this day I still listen to Watch Your Mouth every now and again. It's got everything I can ask for in a sad song about a boy missing a girl. It's got the whole, you really think I care vibe that proceeds to pull the rug right from under you. It's a song about how she wasn't all that good. And sadly, the singer still got some sort of attraction and things to work through. This was actually the first song that I heard from the band and I gotta say, mwah magnifique i can safely say i haven't heard something quite like this before it of course didn't end there their most popular song according to spotify is kilby girl Mm -hmm. named after kilby court a venue that the band played at this song's about a reckless fling that's got a whole lot of heart behind it now i know i know None of this sounds all that impressive, but something that the backseat lovers have that makes them unique is presentation. They've got an immaculate vibe with their stories all about various experiences dealing with love, girls, and failed romance. I mean, just listen to Pool House. Safe to say, they've really been representing their name properly. But like most bands, it seems like they're growing up a bit. Their latest projects include Growing Dying and Close Your Eyes. The former goes into the oh so crucial existential question, why? This initial single, going into asking questions rather than telling stories, sets the tone for a brand spanking new album. It's angry and it's working through more than just girls. It's got some deep questions about change and growth and being afraid of the answers. Just listen to Close Your Eyes for an even greater expansion. So, Waiting to Spill is set to release on October 28th. Are you interested in checking them out? Or are you already looking up when we were friends on Spotify? Regardless, that's as far as we've got from the Backseat Lovers. Alright, that's enough from me. Here with more music news, it's Juan.
1: Take it away, man. Thanks, Adam. What's going on, everyone? It's your friendly neighborhood host, Juan, and I've got a pair of stories for you. Call me Doc, cause I've got some medical news. The good kind, I promise. The Weeknd will be resuming his tour after getting the AOK from his doctor. For those of you who missed the news, The Weeknd had to stop his After Hours Till Dawn tour after he suffered vocal issues earlier this month. He only had the strength to get through four songs before having to stop during an LA show on September 3rd. The Weeknd, clearly emotional, told the crowd that he lost his voice. He apologized to them and promised to do a show for them soon. Yet fans had mixed reactions ranging from disappointed to straight up pissed. But anyway, the good news is that he resumed the tour for the Toronto shows. In an Instagram post, he said, doctors say my voice is safe and with rest, I'll be solid and able to bring the show my Toronto fans are waiting for. Which is amazing to hear, but I think he should have gotten more rest since videos online captured his voice cracking when he was singing Alone Again. And even he was struggling to hit the high notes. And we all know his high notes are part of his signature. I know he wants to please as fans, but come on, take it easy. Because going on tour is both physically and mentally demanding for artists, especially if the setlist is filled with absolute bangers like his. The weekend's After Hours Till Dawn tour will presumably continue into a second leg. So what are your thoughts? Should the guy take it easy, keep going, or are you done with him entirely? And now, let's analyze something that's near and dear to my heart. A little not-so-secret secret about me is that I like anime. I also really like video games. Just listen or read my pieces on Hades' soundtrack for that. With that established, you can imagine how excited and how quickly that excitement got shot when I saw Cyberpunk 2077 getting an anime. After that botched launch, who could possibly be pumped for that? Well, me. I lied. This was being developed by Studio Trigger. Of course this was gonna rock. It's punk, it's loud, and visually speaking, it's like Persona and Cowboy Bebop had a baby. Using Franz Ferdinand's This Fire is also genius. With the incredible voice delivery and guitar riffs, the genre was built on rock, and it's going to run with it. Events of the anime flash in and out of the main characters, David Martinez's silhouette, as it fills in and adds to the momentum being built. From the way David is forcing himself to walk and go beyond, until eventually being cut into pieces, symbolizing his loss of humanity. Finally, the bright flame becoming a flatline is just perfection. Alluding that people are gonna die and establishing this ain't no slice of life anime right from the jump was the best call. There's incredible artistry and love put into the opening and the entire show. So go binge it, ya gunk. It's on Netflix, and it's only 10 episodes. And that's all I've got for you today, Chooms. Back
0: to you, Adam. Thanks, Juan. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap on this week's Featured Artist. If you want more on the newest songs and albums, visit musicdaily.com, where we've got all the latest music news. And check out our new podcast, Hooks, Lines, and Bangers, this weekend with Haley Siegel Friedman and yours truly. And remember, music discovery starts with music daily. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing